Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 25th annual Trevor and Ian podcast. Our podcast is now old enough to get a discount on its car insurance. It's technically considered vintage now. Vintage. It seems like only a year ago we did episode 21, because it was probably like a year ago we did episode 21. (laughs) It probably was. Yeah. Um, We're not on a set schedule. uh, Obviously not. We are not on a set schedule. Uh, at all. Um, if you guys happen to hear stuff in the background, that's uh, Joey washing dishes. No, it's a dishwasher. Joey's lazy and has to do... You're one man. How many dishes can you make? I have people over. I entertain people, and they use dishes, and it's built to wash dishes. I am built to be a man. I wash dishes constantly. You know why? Because I'm a man, and I have I have working hands. Why am I not just going to scrub a dish? Because we're over us. Yeah. Yeah, and then when the, what is the singularity? That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, when the singularity happens, guess what? The first one is it's gonna fucking murder you. Trick question: It's gonna be your soda stream. Your soda stream. Actually. It doesn't run on electricity. Your so really? Yeah. How does it? Fuck it. That or the soda stream. Literally, you see the the long base. Yeah. It's got the, yeah, the wide top with the button, the base, and then the long thing in. Are that, we still talking about the soda stream? Yeah. yeah. In that shaft. A dick. <laughs> in the shaft of the soda stream. Wow. Is a CO2 thing mm-hmm. that runs through the button up there and it carbonates so I can your, make like a your water. water run out of your soda stream. You could, or you could, if you put, if you put water in the paintball gun and you, cl- that's a great idea. You could make a soda gun. They well, make those actually to like hook to like. I don't know why I'm holding it like this, like kill shot, like sideways. <laughs> why? What? No, no. <laughs> Wow, Joey started the racism early. (laughs) (sighs) All right, guys. Well, uh, we're back after our uh, couple months of hiatus. Obviously, we're joined again by Joey. Uh, Hey, guys. You can't do anything without us. They can't do anything without me. (laughs) You have the equipment now. I do, and yeah. this is my apartment. Yeah, and, and actually, we're we're recording from our new high tech studio. Yes, um, Joey's kitchen. Joey's <laughs> kitchen. This is the kitchen. If you referenced last episode, is near the window that Ian tries to look at my bushes through. I can't. It's so blocked. It's. I have better chance. There's just. There. There's too much. The bush. close. I can. The closest I can see is in the fucking laundry room. I started it already. I started the racism. You started the f bomb. I always start the f bombs. Trevor barely says it. I don't know what the fuck you're going on about. I'm, there we I'm go. Always, I feel better now. Uh, yeah. Okay. There we go. So, we got some. So up. yeah. Um. There's uh, holidays came and went. Yeah. A year passed. Yeah, this year ends with Merry 14. Christmas, Happy New Year, everybody. This year ends with a fourteen. And Kwanzaa. And Monica. uh, and Catholicism still a thing. So you know, Scientology yeah, is also of... still a thing. So. It's, I, I don't know if we can count Catholicism as still a thing when the Pope tweets funnier tweets than most comedians. Well, the Pope's clearly funnier than Kevin Hart. Oh. Yeah, shots fired at Kevin Hart. Well, Kevin Hart, if you're listening to this, um, that is Ian Parisi. Yeah. Uh, P-R-I-S-S-I. We'll look you him P-R- up. You wrote, you wrote my name as Pricey. Ian Prissy. Mm. Well, it's close enough. Ian Pricey. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It's like a caveman. I don't know. Prissy sounds better, but... I'm not even gonna finish. It was about a caveman and prostitution. It's the first he hasn't finished in his life. No, I got really sad this week. Like I was in, I was in it, and I was just like, I'm gonna go, and then I was like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll draw. Doesn't mean I'm always gonna finish. Oh god. 
I have to paint my masterpiece. Oh, we are geez. literally like less than four minutes in. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, it wouldn't be our podcast that masturbation wasn't referenced with it, at least in the first ten minutes. It has been. So, Trevor's goal today is to keep Joey and I on track. Uh, that's the goal. Whether it works or not, that's that may not be seen. Um, but yeah, uh, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. What was Rapid Taylor's show name on the network? Too Soon? Too Soon. I thought it was Going Off Track, which is a different podcast I listened to. Yeah. 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 Trevor, put your phone Trevor, real professional. I got in trouble for that last time. Yeah, because it was your first and, time. And now, silent. Okay, silent. I was gonna say, and now Joey's about to put his on silent. So <laughs> um, I I posi jumped at work today when I didn't think anyone was looking, and my phone came flying out of my jacket pocket, and for the third time this week, it landed like this, and still no damage. This is You're lucky. going on for it's still still I, it has fallen on its face so many times. Well, that was this case for nineteen dollars is actually doing a great service to my phone. Well, that was I had the white my white iPhone four yeah. for two years without even having a case on it. I dropped that thing face down more times than the red jumpsuit apparatus, and boo! And oh it my never god, cracked so its boo. screen. Oh god! Do, do you feel like a man? Do you feel better now that she falls to the ground, Joey? Your phone. My my phone was a man. Thank you. God, red jumpsuit apparatus. They're a band that's still happening. They are a band that's still happening. With one okay record. Yeah. Yeah. We can't even discuss them any further. No, nope, that's about it. It's just oh. so. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, anyway. Uh, welcome back. Woo. Uh, to the Trevor and Talk Show, as you as you've been seeing um, on the Spider Duck Network, we've been doing a lot more content in general, um, and hopefully we'll start getting this back on a weekly schedule. Trevor doesn't usually emerge from his cage long or his cave, not cage, his cave long enough to not be updating the website. <laughs> That's if we didn't have him, our content would be void. Actually, you got a couple other shows on the network, too. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, Zed Radio is doing extremely well. It just hit 100 subscribers. Jesus. Um, is it where Zed just comes on and sings Clarity every day? No, it's it's an acronym. It actually stands for Zombie Enthusiast Deficiency Disorder. Oh. Um, it is done by uh, Gregory Blois, um, and he has a Zed Radio. Why, why Zed Radio? Just because it's no rush. <laughs> Why? This is your job, you wrangler. You are the wrangler. Why is that radio? Oh, I brought Rush up as quick as possible. (laughs) Was that my show? I was going through my Rush renaissance. Well, let let me rush to change the subject. Boo. Oh, no. Boo. My life hurts. My Alex life's in hurts. But no, it's it's been doing a lot. We've been doing a lot of stuff. We've been doing a lot of stuff on the gaming end. Um, a lot of YouTube videos are being done um, about video games, so you guys should check all that stuff out because uh, we're definitely very proud of that stuff, and it's a lot of fun. Um, we'll actually start to do more music content here soon, um, which is actually a thing that we're going to announce here. Yeah, the two people that can't stay on topic long enough to uh, yeah. have a co- coherent Cogent? Coherent conversation or cogent, <laughs> cogent points in conversation uh, are the ones getting the new podcasts. <laughs> uh, yeah, so... Uh, Since Timmy and I felt... Myself, Joey, and Ian are going to be starting up a podcast that a lot of people here in the Ohio Valley are really excited about. Uh, it is going to be called The Valley Sound. And what it, what it is is... 
we're going to be bringing in local musicians and sometimes touring musicians and and we're going to you're going to get to learn a lot about the bands not not just for their music obviously we're going to talk about their music and stuff but we're also going to talk about you know you're going to get to know them as people as well like uh like ian ian's the rhythm guitarist and a bassist in two different bands but he also likes you know masturbating that's true newly found philip seymour hoffman movies Oh, technically not newly found. Well, not newly they're, found, they're but new to you. We'll found. talk about Philip Seymour Hoffman later. It's going to be a long tear that we go off on about Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman. But uh, but stay tuned for that. We will uh, we will try to get that the first episode of that here soon. We are in talks with some some mighty fine bands right now about being the pilot for this, and uh, hopefully. We get that out to you as soon as possible, and you tune in because it's going to be rad. Um, and and don't think that him using the term rad um, is going to make it seem like a terrible podcast. <laughs> no, it's going to be great. It's going to be <laughs> no, fun. It, it definitely sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you can bring in a lot of different people. There's a lot of great bands around here, and a lot of them are really interesting, cool guys. Oh yeah, a lot, so. of, a lot of interesting people. A lot of really good musicians, and uh, we're going to have a lot of, of really great co-hosts. We're going to be bringing in uh, a lot of musicians to help co-host. We're going to be bringing in some comedians to interview and co-host. But you know, we're just going to bring you a lot of the of the untapped artists in the valley that you may not have heard of or had a chance to see and you will now because we're gonna make that happen right Ian word (laughs) I'm just gonna respond with one I told Ian I'm gonna ask him a lot of questions and he just has to answer all of them. So I didn't mean to just slurp my coffee if I just picked it up. So the the first topic also at hand is, is, awful, is, awful word. Oh God. is absolutely going to be what is our favorite Taco Bell menu items. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, Ian, what's your favorite Taco Bell menu oh, item? You're going to blast this early? Yes. Yeah. Shots fired. Um, God, that's a hard question. Pichu, uh, pichu. Um, God, there's several different ones. I mean, uh, I've always been a Crunchwrap Supreme fan, but I got to go... With for the last like since they introduced them so since like la- early last year that uh, um, the beefy nacho griller the stuffed grillers holy crap they're just the best also that new stuffed uh, nacho thing is fuck it's just so good it's just so good I can get <laughs> so except no sour cream no sour cream. you're not a sour cream fan no how can you not like sour cream because it's gross see I never knew I liked sour cream until I got the beefy five layer burrito and uh, it adds nothing to it and they put too much on it so it's they, overpowering it's it like, is overpowering but I, I, love I, sour cream. I had never tried it until then oh I've, I've tried it but they have to accidentally put it in my stuff and I'm not going to complain because even the worst Taco Bell is still good Taco Bell but what uh, my favorite menu item would be uh the chicken quesadilla with extra sauce. I actually attempted to make Drown them. in that fucking sauce. I attempted to make so them here good. last night. I, I I grilled some chicken and I uh, I got bought. I went and bought the Taco Bell uh, tangy chipotle sauce, and then I got some cheese and I put them all. I grilled the chicken, then I put them all on a tortilla, put them on my panini press, and they were fantastic. Why Why didn't you invite us over, Joey? Yeah, you could have made you told me you were doing it and didn't say, hey, Ian, come yeah. over here. You were at work. 
Save me one. You made those bomb-ass pizza paninis that one day. Yeah, I can do that again because I have things. God, that was good. <laughs> I need. I think Sarah has a panini, a panini press. That's a hard thing to say. It's it's actually not. I mean, you just say panini press. It's. I know. I have to get a few her, syllables. I have to get her her own hot dog toaster. That it just seems frugal. Yeah, no, arbitrary. It just doesn't need to happen. It does though. No, I don't know. It seems like a rather smart invention. Thank I you. Would say. Thank you, Trevor. It, it seems. Trevor, what is your favorite Taco Bell menu just... item? I'm actually, I really enjoy uh, anything with potatoes in it, like the uh, crispy potato soft taco, or the potato burritos, those are cool. The cheesy stuffed potato burrito? Yes. Yeah, I had my first one the other day, and it was really good. The shredded chicken burrito, I had a five, because I'm fat, I had a beefy five layer burrito, a shredded chicken burrito, and a cheesy potato burrito, and it was just great. It was everything you'd want more from life. It sounds really great. It, it all sounds awesome. And I also enjoy the actual uh, Doritos Locos tacos a lot. Fuck uh, yeah. You yeah. Know, that ta- the day that Sarah and I moved into the new place you got that taco box and yeah. those Doritos tacos were so <laughs> Taco fun. box sounds awful. Taco box, it's also it's also redundant. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, where are we at? Where does this leave us? Where does this leave us? Where we we, we all agree. Right, Taco Bell is amazing. Yeah. Taco Bell is amazing. Taco Bell is great. And oddly enough, they're not sponsoring us tonight. Yeah, uh, Taco <laughs> Bell. Uh, if you're listening, anybody that may or may not work at Taco Bell or own a Taco Bell or be named Taco Bell, give a give a sponsorship. Yeah, you can float some money our way. We'll we'll gladly talk up. Taco I, ne- Bell. I never understood the term "float some money" because it gets wet. <laughs> And then you, it, it just like the paint, rub, the ink rubs off, and it just it weird. Well, they're gonna float it to us on a river of. I mean, some, if you put it like on its own mini, some Baja miniature. Blast, you See, know, there's a river of Baja I've Blast. Never like, other, I've never liked ne- Baja ba- Blast. Ne- I don't get it. Really it's weird to me. Or everybody loving it. Yeah, and then talk about. I will say this: they fucked up. They fucked up. About a year ago, they got rid of. The uh, the the mango fruitista freezes. You drop the ball. However, they pick up those pina colada ones. Bomb ass too. All right. Since we're on the topic of the food, bomb ass. Since we're on the topic of food right now, because you know we're all in our twenties, and, and a lot of people listening will be able to relate to this. Let's talk about the doomsday in fast food. On the same day, Wendy's changed the menu price of a Junior Baker cheese. Junior Bacon cheese. Junior Baker. Junior Burger. A Junior Baker. The Junior Bacon Cheeseburger is from 99 cents to $1.19. And Taco Bell changed the price of the regular soft taco from 99 cents to $1.19. And it's literally enough to make you not order that anymore. I've come to find really, out. Really? If that's really enough. I don't know. Because I mean, the Junior Bacon Cheeseburger is $1.29 now. They had not like... 30 cents of that thing. Yeah, I mean, it is 30 cents, but at the same time, if you want that bacon, I mean, I mean, McDonald's now has those double double cheeseburgers with bacon for like two bucks. Granted, it's a double. So, I mean, you get that. Yeah, but Junior Bacon's only one. It's a Junior. It's yeah. a Junior in the name. If it was... Yeah, I mean, you bomb can, ass bacon you can pay, cheeseburger. Now you can pay seventy cents more, and in in our case, McDonald's is right next door. You can go next door, pay seventy cents more, and get an extra patty. It's, it's true. the way to go. That is true. It's the way to go. Because you need less of those. You get a couple of those. I mean, that's like getting four junior bacon cheeseburgers right there. It's true. And with, with not as much lettuce. Yeah. 
Which is a good thing, because lettuce sometimes... Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Fading. <laughs> digression back into... Uh, but yeah, the, uh, the Valley Sound will be coming at you, talking about good stuff, burgers, games, music. Starting Taco these. Bell. Taco Cast. <laughs> yes. Sponsored by Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. Speaking of sponsorships, can we all be in agreement that the ads... In, for the Super Bowl commercials were not good. I have a few I actually really enjoyed. There was I like two a lot of them, worthwhile. Actually. Okay, I, 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 okay, I really have no no say in this just because I, I don't really care either way or not. I actually enjoyed the Super Bowl. I didn't expect it to be a fucking shutout like it was. You are the one person who watched the Super Bowl that enjoyed watching. First it. of all, I I liked. Uh, listen, as much as two weeks ago I was I was on board with the whole Richard Sherman's an asshole thing, and then I listened to him speak, and then I listened to him uh, in that letter he wrote. Dude is actually very intelligent. He he, you know, apologized for the things he did. And when I went back and watched that, when they released the helmet cam footage, he I can't believe this is gonna turn into sports chat all of a sudden. At the end of that game, you know, he did have that freak out whatever with Aaron Andrews. Like, don't be talking or not even say don't be. Uh, that was the offensive enemy I mean, like that. But he was ripping up Michael Crabtree. Well, the reason being is that he finished that game. He did in fact swat down that fucking pass, and he did what he's paid to do, and he does it well. He went to run up on him. When you first watch the video, he slaps his ass. It looks like he's taunting him. When you watch the video with the sound, he slaps his ass and he goes, dude, that was what a hell of a game. And he's genuinely saying, you know, sorry, but, you know, this it was a really good game. This is awesome. Crabtree basically tells him to go fuck himself. So, like, when he said, don't ever talk about me like that, he was, yeah. Now, grant you, I do love the way Aaron Andrews handled it. With like, who was talking about you? Because it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> the shit that he did on on the ESPN show about him and, and being a god and whatnot, essentially, he's the Kanye West of football. <laughs> oh, no. But, uh, god damn, if Richard Sherman isn't super talented, improved it the other night. And then he got hurt, and I felt bad for him. The thing was... Because as much as I love, I do love Peyton Manning, and as much as I, do, I like the Broncos, I've always goes. Fucking, I don't know, man. Seattle wanted it more. Seattle came in, uh, like a they ball. they played flawlessly, and it wasn't Peyton Manning that lost that game. His team, I I don't know, I don't know. The first the fucking up right out the gate like that, and then that wasn't was, him. That was his center. Oh yeah, and then the pass. Oh, well, the, the attempted pass in, I think it was the end of the third quarter, or right after halftime. He goes to throw in the ball, just comes out of his fucking hand. Yeah, he his his line broke. He was never felt, not under pressure. I felt bad. Now, the one thing that I did uh, I did really enjoy was every now and then they cut to Eli in the, uh, in the VIP booth. <laughs> and just, he looked like Norman Bates. He looked like Anthony Perkins <laughs> in Psycho. And, and, and I, I made a point that I, I did say I thought it was hysterical that... Um, I thought it was hysterical that it seemed like a Freaky Friday situation. Like, he'd, he'd taken the place of his brother in the Super Bowl. Because it's Peyton fucking Manning. <laughs> Peyton Manning, excuse me, does not get to the third quarter and have it be 32-0. and 0. Like, it, but then someone pointed out, as much as I thought it was a Freaky Friday situation, both times Eli's been to the Super Bowl, he won. <laughs> Eli's won a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, but I mean, to me, the game wasn't as enthralling. Because a lot of times... I would have rather it had been... A nail biter. Like yeah, absolutely. I, I think last year was a fucking nail biter. 
San Francisco and Baltimore was one hell of a game. Even though the whole lights going down the game is very suspect. You put billions of dollars in it, and then you're fucked over by a power outage. Really? Now, that did give way to Beyonce being the queen, but... I love the halftime show. I there was a couple commercials. That the Doritos had the best commercials. Oh all. yeah, they're the they're raining right now. The time machine one was fucking brilliant. But, but that wasn't a Super Bowl commercial. No, that was that guy. The guy that they he won the contest to to make it. Yeah, they, that was aired a week or something. I enjoy the Ellen DeGeneres one with the. Oh god, it was fantastic. It's, it's just the Ellen. She's she's amazing, great. Ellen. If you're listening, oh, I just hit you're my fantastic. With the coffee cup. And I just bought a pair of your underwear off your shops. So. You just brought the podcast to a screeching fucking yeah, call. Yeah, you have you get Ellen underwear. They're fantastic uh, to hold my genitals. <laughs> wow! And now you're just sounding like a degenerate. Um, but, felon degenerate is going to be my rap. But but going okay, tying that into say music. One is shitting on the halftime show, and I no, thought it was I, absolutely everyone, phenomenal. Everyone that I've seen. Especially when it was happening, I only saw positive, positive things on there. Mm-mm. Everyone is hating it. One, they're hating it because it was pre-recorded. The music was his, all pre-recorded. His, his vocals were not. No, even his band. No, his, <coughs> the Chili Peppers. Uh, Flea just actually released a statement about that. He said they asked them last minute. They, they. I, I'll actually pull up what his, um, what his. Oh, it's a different article. Anyway, I, I, I had it up a second ago. Flea said yes, they weren't plugged in, but they made a last-minute decision to basically be on the halftime show. And because, and they said this this earlier, the Bruno Mars' band, if you look, they were wearing wireless packs. Yes, they were, yes, they were live. They were live, as they should have been, because they were fucking great. I don't care Amazing. how everyone, everyone was like, oh, it's so inoffensive. Whatever, he's great live. And th- there's a reason. He's inoffensive because he couldn't play songs like Gorilla. Yeah. They, yeah. I I was very into his performance. A because Motown sound. B because he's the love child of Michael Jackson and Prince. C because he's one hell of a fucking performer. Oh yeah. And D, I had for a second there I thought I was going with numbers and not letters. Um, <laughs> he he crushed it. He crushed it. He was so good that he came out and grant you, I was a little upset that he wanted to come out the gate with the the refrain from Billionaire because I forgot that song existed. Um. <laughs> But Lock Out of Heaven, being a cover of the police, was a really is an amazing song. But I thought the standout was um Treasure. Uh, yeah, is that the really is that the faster one he played? Treasure. That is Yeah. And they No, no, I like Treasure. Oh, you're talking uh, about uh, uh Girls. Yes. Um the real the faster one yeah. he did. When they're all just going doing the I mean, first of all, he broke into James Brown dance moves. It's so good. Second of all, he sang the whole thing. It's it's sad that we have to be excited that he did it live. Well, he can fucking sing. Like that's the thing. Anyone who didn't like that has a never performed on stage, and b no fuck all about performing. Be, and, and they were getting upset, and I I I had talked and posted about they were so upset because for once it was about a good performance and. Act star talent, great talent, as opposed to a twerk fest and antics and scandal. That that being said, Beyonce is the queen bee. That's I mean, she crushed it last year. Yeah, I mean it was great. I mean, Destiny's Child. Destiny's Child turned me into a small child woman. Destiny's Child did a lot of child things. woman, a small woman child. Destiny's Child made me sticky. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> no, I'm sticky, such a bad I know, word. That was awful. I just. 
it was it was a great performance this yeah. year. It went off without a hitch. It it was great, and the whole thing. Uh, back to my thing about Red Chili Peppers. They weren't plugged in, but they were hired under the pretense that it was going to be pre-recorded. It was a live recording. They did right. that. They did that in the studio. It's the Chili Peppers. We know they can perform live. Oh yeah, and let's They're be real. Twenty what twenty five almost thirty year veterans. Like they can fucking perform. Speaking of twenty five thirty year veterans, real quick, lead singer. Has spent the last 20, 30 years in the gym. Oh, you think he just he came yeah, out well, shirtless? He, just he never he never lost his heroin abs. He's had heroin abs since the Under the Bridge video. Like he's <laughs> like if you watch even their earliest stuff, like Real Men Don't Kill Coyotes, like old old Chili Pepper songs when they were like a lot weirder. When uh oh, I fucking forget their first guitarist name, the one that died of the heroin overdose. Yeah. Um, but can we talk for a second? Okay. I don't care if they were... They played it to a real fucking track. Bruno Mars added to the song. Like, and he... Instead of in Anthony Kiedis' girl, he let he let him just perform. He let his band take over and fucking just play horns to the Chili Peppers. I could have watched another half an hour of just them performing together. Oh, absolutely. That was another thing. People were saying it's too short. And I agree with that. It was a little too short. They had eight more minutes. I feel like Beyonce did, a, like, four more songs last year. Yeah. And grant you... I'm glad, but I did, I did get offended in my own mind for a second when I thought that he dedicated grenade to the armed forces, and I remembered it's it's just the way you are. Yeah, it took me a second. I am infinitely excited that he decided not to do the fucking lazy song, which I think is one of the as much style of Bruno Mars. It's one of the worst songs ever conceived. It's my least favorite song that he's ever done. In fact, I think in 2011 it was my least favorite song of ever. Like I hate that song. So it was much. the genie of your music. Oh show. yeah, no, no. I actually got more enjoyment. I got more enjoyment out of Gili than I did. Did we? Did we spike? Did we spike a little bit? Mm-hmm. I got more enjoyment out of Gili than I did. Uh, than I did the lazy song. I actually want to stab him for that. But wow. But my thing with him is. That whole performance was fueled by every bit of cocaine humanly imaginable, and he fucking crushed it. I will watch. I know that's slander, but we Bruno Mars loves cocaine. At least three songs on his last album are dedicated to his love for cocaine. And it, it's so funny because Coke was so controversial at this Super Bowl. Oh, oh. I'm bring that up. Uh, okay. Well, well done, Trevor. I think we're all on the same page unless Trevor come out of left field and be like, it was offensive, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't know if you're going to be our Lex Luthor like this whole time. Like no, you, you're not. just our foil. <laughs> oh, real quick, because you'll you'll appreciate this sentence. I I I know we were going to start doing Raw Monday, which sounds gayer than it actually is. Um, when did Gold Dust come back? Yeah, I saw uh, a promo it's, it's been with for a while. For a while, I saw a promo. Dude, with, in that did that he come back to someone else though? Sorry, I didn't squeak my chair. Well, no, no, that Gold Dust is uh, Cody Rhodes' brother. Brother, yeah. I thought for a long Dusty time, Rhodes' son. I knew it was Dusty Rhodes' yeah. son. I thought because back in 07 when um, what was it? It was Cody Rhodes and another son. Ted DiBiase. Yes, yeah. they had. It was that. That was right Legacy. around the time yeah. that Vince. Uh, it might have been right after the whole Vince McMahon tried to fake his death, and they had to retract yeah. it because Chris Benoit couldn't yeah, handle drugs. Yeah, because that was 07. Yeah, that was that was actually when I got out of wrestling. I was I, the whole thing with Hornswoggle took me so much out with it. He was done. I'm sure it's gotten great now. I'm sure it's actually unless they're in their face. At times, I mean they're in the WrestleMania. You can't like the road uh, to WrestleMania. And so. honestly, I know that I know that you can't 
it can't always be good. It's basically it's the same argument for WWE when it was WWF and even before that with WCW. Like, how long has it been fucking going on? Like, it can't all be winners. And there's going to be down periods. It's basically, I use the same argument for um, wrestling as I do for SNL. Yeah, you might not, everyone loves their era. I know a lot of people that like, like the Attitude era and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, and I know a lot of people, I, I like my era from like 05 when DX came back. Like, I like that a whole lot. But I, then again, I'm also, I was never like, you know, when I got into it, I was hardcore into it. And I treat it like everything I get into. Like I get real excited about it, and then I fade away from it because I, I put too much of myself into something—comics, <laughs> records, anything like that. Yeah. But when they, I, I thought back to my point. I thought when they had the Cody Rhodes thing, I thought Cody Rhodes was Goldust. I I don't know why I thought. That. Oh yeah, no. But is Goldust <laughs> still like the the gold? <laughs> I'm trying to think of how to word this. Goldust was solely put into wrestling to make the homophobic wrestling fans feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm he's, pretty he's sure. He's not really that kid. Like, he is to an extent, but it's dialed way back. The very now. first... Um, but he's... As far as, like, an in-ring performer, though, as a wrestler, that dude gets better with age. Really? Like, he is so fucking good. Like, right? Yeah, like, he's amazing. I know I've told you this, but i got to repeat it. The very first wrestling match I ever saw, outside of, like, the occasional one when I was a kid and I couldn't get into it... In 2005, uh, former host of Too Soon with Ralph and Taylor, my brother Ralph, um, he lived uh, with a good good friend of his and a friend of my family's guy, Josh. Josh was a big wrestling fan. He and I was 15. I just turned 15. He invited me down to... Uh, I've been 15 for like two months because this was October when they do... Um, it was a first... Uh, it became Cyber Sunday. It was Taboo Tuesday. Yeah. He invited me down to watch the pay-per-view of Taboo Tuesday and my very first wrestling match was Triple H and Ric Flair in a cage match. And what made me love it is I've never seen that much blood come out of another human being. <laughs> Ric Flair is Flair. a hemophiliac! And I know he came back on recently. I know I don't yeah. think he wrestled. I think no, he just... No, no. His body can't handle no, it anymore. No. Ric Flair's not a nice person, but yeah. e- but what made me love him—he's pretty much a terrible person. Every but. time they would have any incarnation of, Ma- of, of Rick Foley on there, mankind. Do you mean you mean Mick, Mick Foley? Foley. What did I say? Rick Foley. <laughs> I was thinking Rick Flair. <laughs> Mick Foley. When they would have Mick Peter, Foley going, woo, mankind or dude love or any of that. Yeah. Like I fuck. And then then they fucked up when they had when before Johnny Nitro became what well, he changed John, John Morrison as I thought when it was Nitro and Molina well they did Eminem for a while yeah. who was the other dude in Eminem uh, Joey Mercury okay and he kind of faded into relative that's because security. he got injured did he okay. he got injured he had a drug problem and then too, in summer of 06 I remember I was watching it with my girlfriend at the time we were watching an episode of wrestling and it was uh, Molina and, and Nitro tricked Rick or not Rick Flair Mick Foley into quitting yeah, and I was so mad. Like I, that's when I thought maybe I should back away from this a little bit. But then I got back hardcore into it at the end of 06 at SummerSlam when John Cena faced fucking Umaga. That was and he choked was, him out with the turnstile. That was then, the Rumble. Actually. And until no, 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 that was SummerSlam. I'm almost positive. It's it was the Rumble where he choked him out with the ropes. Okay, so yeah. SummerSlam was when Triple H fucked up his knee on the table, right? Yeah, that was because I watched that happen. That's when Triple H faced. I think it was Edge, and then. Because I, I loved Edge, but I still to this day cannot like Randy Orton. I know it's like the purpose of Randy well, Orton. You're not supposed to like Randy Orton. Randy Orton is just boring. And at the time, in, in, in June of that year, in 06, they had brought back um, 
not TNA. They brought back uh, the ECW on Sci-Fi. Yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Cause, except I fucking always hated Rob Van Dam. I hated Rob Van Dam so much. I used to hate his hair. It's bad. I hated Rob Van Dam. And I got real. And all, all these wrestling fans are now going to decry blasphemy to you. Really? People <laughs> like Rob Van Dam? Yeah. And I really liked the storyline where Kane was on on uh, on SmackDown when Kane was beating him. Well, he was on Raw for a little bit, and then he went over to SmackDown again, where Kane was facing himself. That was pretty cool. Yeah, Do you yeah. remember that? Like, that was a brief storyline. Yeah. Oddly enough, the the guy who did that, I don't know. If, did you ever see any of the Straight Edge Society stuff? I think so. Yeah. Uh, was that Gallows a, was actually the fake him, Kane. Was he okay. Was, he was the tall bald was guy with in that with CM Punk. Too? Yeah. Because he was um, straight edge. That was his old right. Yeah, it was okay. a straight edge society. Luke Gallows actually is going to be in Brilliant on the twenty second for Black Diamond. Oh shit! Yeah, cool. This month, Are, so. you'll know this. I read something earlier. I, I, like I said, I'm so not up on this. But did CM Punk walk? Yes. Okay. It is not a storyline. He's right he, now. He's yeah. Done. Because I know that he had talked on the Nerdist podcast uh, very recently about he wanted to do what Jericho did in the late 90s, early 1000s. He wanted to not be in a band, but he wanted to disappear for a little bit. And then uh, Punk might pr- – he'll probably come back, right? Maybe at No some one point. has worked I mean, harder in this world. Sons, Jimmy Fallon, no one has worked harder in this world to make me like them than CM Punk. Well, CM Punk is fucking awesome. And yeah, I never I like liked CM him. When, he, when, I, when, he first, when I first started watching him wrestle, I could not give a shit about him. Like, I could not like him. And the Talking Dead this past year made me fucking oh, yeah. fall in love with him. The, it, the thing that is, well. is, CM Punk has a lot of issues with the company itself. Yeah, that's the reason. That's the, the, the be, because of, I mean, look, he, he part, held, part of it is because they bring back part-time guys to take main event spots at WrestleMania. Last couple years, it's been The Rock. This year, it's Batista, mm-hmm. um, who came back in and won the Royal Rumble, and no one gives a shit. Last night on Raw, Batista got no reaction. None. Yeah. And then Alberto Del Rio comes out because they're having a mini food, mini feud for Elimination Chamber. He got no reaction either. So it's like, and, and it was no one gives is, a shit. Well, I don't think is only. I have a feeling Batista's only coming back because Guardians of the Galaxy. I was just about to say, yeah, that. yeah, because Rock came back when they were doing stuff for Fast Six. I'm pretty sure. Well, Rock came back. Well, he can come back whenever he wants because it's yeah. the fucking Rock. And plus, I because mean, the Rock literally the, the Rock was in. The Rock and, had six movies in theaters last year. Yeah, because six. The Rock... It doesn't matter. If and someone, he's a great actor. I do wish they... I'd like to see him do something else. Like, I love Walking Tall. I actually really do like yeah. that. Yeah, I would like lot. to do, see him do something more serious along that line. Uh, but, but he can be comedic. He can be... Yeah. Like, the thing is, he's just a genuinely likable dude. Yeah. Like, he just did that story recently where he... Oh, bought, he was the best part of Be Cool. Remember, he played the a The only yeah. good part of that movie. And I like it, Shorty. I really yeah. like it, Shorty. Oh, okay, Shorty's a great movie. That movie, uh, except for Uma Thurman, can do whatever she wants because it's Uma Thurman. Um... Did we agree recently that we really like Uma Thurman? Yeah. Is that, yeah. Although you still got to make me watch the both versions of the producers. It's fantastic. But see, CM Punk, he, think about it, he, Vince McMahon himself said he's never heard an arena as loud in the history of wrestling when it was the Cena Punk feud, when when the title was, you know? Yeah, yeah. He said he's never heard louder arenas in his life. Cena's never turned, <coughs> never turned heel, right? He's, no, I don't think he, they could turn him at this point because really, he sells too much merchandise. And, yeah, and, and not just that, I just don't think he would make a... I don't think he'd make a good heel. He'd make a good heel either. No. Like, as his personality like tri- is As someone like Triple H goes... I mean, I guess he was a heel at one point when he was, like, the rapper, but then... that like the this, hustle, loyalty, respect yeah, era? Yeah, well, it was more like the chain gang stuff. Oh, okay. It was him and so post- Buchanan as B-squared. Okay. 
okay, it way, was, way early. Yeah, that was like super early. Yeah. But is, so is he still pretty much top of? I mean, I know he's the top. Yeah, except is he he's, the top selling entertainer right now in in wrestling. That's I, not I, like. Well, actually, I would say Daniel Bryan might be. Is he getting really popular? Daniel Bryan's getting hugely he's, popular he's, during the Royal is he the Rumble. Vegan dude? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. He he actually did have to change his diet because he couldn't be vegan he, on the he, road. He, so he Patrick. had to. Yeah, he, he had to. But he was vegan for almost for so long. But he started getting sick the, from being vegan. So he top, had to. to me, the top three entertainers, people that I've enjoyed. I've always heard CM Punk was really good at that. But when I watched it, mm-hmm. um, uh, well, I, The Rock came back on and off when I watched it. But The Rock was always great. Yeah, I agree. Chris Jericho. Who I think can do anything he wants. Oh yeah, and um, and Fozzie's really good Fozzie's, too. Like oh Fozzie, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Triple H is always so much. See, because I always felt like Shawn Michaels took it way too seriously. He yeah, wasn't but his... Shawn's matches were so good. Shawn's matches like, were good, and I'm all I'm see, a big fan of Sweet Chin. See, Kingdom. Shawn and Bret Hart. Not only did they have personal feud, but they both had feuds with the company because WWE. I love WWE, but, you know, sometimes they're not the best to their too, wrestlers. Too soon? Too soon? Like, no, no, they're not. They actually treat their wrestlers kind of like the Raiders treat their cheerleaders. Like, because, like, take it, CM Punk, they're, the highest ratings Raw has ever had was when he held that title for that 400 and whatever days. And then they took it away from him and then did nothing with him. Right, and that, that's the problem is CM Punk... CM Punk has goals. Like he he's he's very goal driven. Like he wants to do what he wants to do, and he wants to be the top guy. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're not giving him the chance to at least main event in WrestleMania, that's what he wants. And the fact that he's not because what they had in set in place for WrestleMania this year was Triple H and CM Punk, where most uh... most wrestlers would see that as a good thing. CM Punk does not because it means he's not in the main event. And that's why he was upset. He was more upset about that than Batista coming in and basically taking the main event. It's it's more him not being in the main event, or it's him, or it's not people that have worked really hard to get to the main event being in the main event, like Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is now getting a push, and they're changing a lot of WrestleMania stuff because of the reaction Daniel Bryan got at the Royal Rumble was crazy. At the Rumble, like the crowd chanted for Daniel Bryan the whole freaking night. And during the Rumble when number 30 was announced, or when number 30 came out and it was Rey Mysterio, the crowd booed the shit out of that arena. Out of Rey Mysterio? Yeah. And it wasn't Rey Mysterio's fault. It was because he wasn't Daniel Bryan. Okay. I was going to say, I've wow. met, I've personally met Rey Mysterio. I've always... Um, long, I'll wrap this story up quickly. I worked at a, a chain of steakhouses uh, a few years ago. I, this was in 06 when I first started there, and my general manager had been a um, had been a GM at uh, Eaton Park, Eaton Park uh-huh. franchise up in around the airport area in Pittsburgh. So probably like Imperial around there. Right. Um, he said uh, in the late nineties, early thousands, the wrestlers used to always come through there when they go between the airport and whatnot. Right. Uh, in fact, my 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 friend Nick works at the airport uh, in, in Pittsburgh and he said the wrestlers are like the nicest people that come through there um, weirdly enough the worst person he said he's ever met there is Joan Jett um, he said she's a nightmare human she's disgusting as a human being shots fired um, but he said that my old manager said that um, he always had his young sons uh, in with him and if he was closing up late he'd, he'd have to pick his sons up and they'd, they'd stay at the restaurant while he was you know breaking down and whatnot. 
he said the wrestlers would hang out late and, and talk to his sons and I'm talking to his sons who are like years old big, big wrestling fans he said they'd hang around and he said um his son was eight and uh, Trish Stratus showed him moves and oh, uh, wow. yeah he said uh, he said that's the day that his son said he became a man was when Trish Stratus showed him moves <laughs> Trish Stratus <laughs> I, when I first started watching wrestling I met Trish she was, Stratus actually she was wrapping up uh, she left in 06 right she yeah has she come back since then uh, once that's what I thought yeah. um, she uh I thought she was always great. Her matches yeah. were always really fun to watch. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, but but it's a lot. She of, was a great entertainer. Sorry, a, a lot of those big big names are not good people. Like I, quick story. I was wrestling in the tournament of champions in Columbus, Ohio, when I was I don't even remember. And me and my best friend, we were there. We had won our first matches. It was great. Uh, Ric Flair's son was also Reed. wrestling, and uh, Ric Flair was just standing standing in the middle of the floor and we went up and like four times we were like hey not to we, you know we don't want to bother you but is it okay can we get a quick autograph and twice he just ignored us then he just said no I know and they just said no and then finally my dad who Ric Flair could kill <laughs> went down and was like all these kids want is an autograph you know these kids look up to you and so he gave us a handshake and then walked away and I'm like, it sucks when people turn out to be like that. But Rey Mysterio, on the other hand, was amazing. That's who he said was one of the nicest people was uh, Goldberg. He said oh. that Goldberg, I mean, not many people have the career that Goldberg had, though. I mean, he was, what, a Green Bay Packers? He was, like, on a championship. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. I thought Goldberg. And he went, when they when they first brought him in, he went, how many matches without losing? Like 173, I think, Olymp- something like that. Olympic team, right? I don't think Goldberg was, no. I had to look this up. I don't think Goldberg was. Um, but I, I met John Cena a while ago. Is and he's, he's a really good dude. I can imagine. I yeah. mean, you get to see a lot of that on that Total Diva show. You get to see a lot yeah. of the inside was, real, real quick, was Goldberg... Goldberg went to TNA. He's on TNA right now or was on no. TNA for a little bit. No. Who the fuck am I thinking of? Sting? No, Angle. I, I love Logan? Angle. Angle, Angle, you're Angle is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah, uh, Goldberg did play football. Yeah, Goldberg yeah, played yeah, football. Angle yeah, Angle was on the list. Yeah, and Angle's batshit crazy. Yeah, he's nuts. You know who yeah. I always liked? TNA was always a great time because there was a few dudes on TNA that I really enjoyed. Uh, it's AJ, a real bad time AJ right now. Fucking Styles. AJ Styles is no longer in TNA. Didn't which think so. he is TNA, and AJ he's Styles over there. Uh, uh, Sting is not with TNA Sting. anymore, and Sting may be coming to Fucking WWE. Fucking Jeff Hardy, yeah. Jeff Hardy for a while, right? Apparently, Jeff Hardy's back on stuff. What's What's Matt up to these days? Uh, he's doing independent. He's doing Ring of Honor. And so is Eddie Guerrero. I mean, no, he's dead. Is um. Uh, who? Oh wait, fucking his. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that. But his. Uh, cut, Chavo. 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 Fucking any it's match Matthew. that Chavo was involved in, I wanted to. When he's like, "This, I'm not gonna do the voice." Like, "This is wrong, Eddie." I was the one to beat him to death with a stick. I fucking hated Chavo Guerrero so much. <laughs> I didn't, uh, Chavo just didn't have the charisma that Eddie did. No, Eddie was so fantastic. Yeah. Eddie was just great. I mean, he he played he his role really Falcons. well. He was a you great know, wrestler. Like he was, he was on the Atlanta. He was Falcons. just amazing. You know, a reference. Yeah, you know, a reference. A reference who played his role fantastic, and I, to me was real underrated because he never went out of his zone. He he did everything he was asked to do. Was Raven? Remember Raven? I don't remember Raven. Raven. <sighs> Raven's very. That's so him. 
He's, uh, from what I hear, he's kind of a nightmare to deal with. Really? Yeah, because he's, he basically, he always talks about how big of an IQ he has and how much he's a genius, and he's one of those kind of people. So, from what I understand, he's kind of, that's why we haven't seen Raven in a long time on television. Mm. (laughs) Um, I was going to ask if Goldust died in a fire until I saw that ad the other day. Goldust Goldust had a lot of problems for a long time with alcohol and stuff. Okay. Um, But now he's clean and he's the best he's ever been, which is crazy. Guerrero was coke, right? Um, I, th- I, I think alcoholism was part of it for Eddie. But uh, what sucks is that he did clean up. Yeah. And it was just the years of abuse that was on his body that, mm-hmm. that ended up. I want to see out. X-rays of Triple H's kneecaps. <laughs> that dude's legs have since turned to powder. But goddamn, can it, be said I, for probably Kevin Nash's knees too. Any of this, man, and that's the thing. I mean. That's the you know the big thing. Of course, it's fake, but those dudes do hurt themselves. See, it's fake. It's, One, they're, they're I wouldn't, be, I wouldn't gotta, say fake. I would say it is scripted. It's predetermined. Yes, sorry, that's what but I. Mean. They're it's still taking athletic. the. They're still taking those falls. But still the taking a bump in the ring. It, yeah, it's but what tough, I, it's rough. It hurts. But then again, you also have to, especially the guys that are particularly good actors, you have to not only be physically able to do it, you have to be emotionally available to be an actor at it and like, yeah. be good. That's why dudes, that's why that's why as much as I like Cena, he's not going to be anything more than just a face because he's he's good, he's getting, he's gotten better over the years, but he's got, he's a one trick guy. He's yeah. the, you know, the loyalty, you know, I'm American that's badass loyalty, kind of respect. Whereas yeah. you have someone like Triple H who goes between rounds. Yeah. You got someone like Jericho who goes between rounds. You got guys like The Rock that go between rounds because they're a, they're great actors. And there's a uh, Chris Jericho was just recently on the Nerdist podcast again. And he first of all, anytime he has wrestlers on, it's always a good fucking time. Mick Foley gave a great Nerdist interview too. Um, basically, he said it like this: they always knew there was something different about them is because dudes like The Rock and Jericho when they were wrestling in the late '90s together. Uh, when they would do like you know they tour constantly because the WWE constantly goes well WWF at the time is constant yeah. and they would stay after for hours and work on insults and work on improv they, they were taking improv classes and then Jericho was like he's like I took these improv classes because it was going to make me better in the ring yeah. there is dude there's a reason why those dudes are entertainers yeah like you know it's whatever you want to say but they're fucking they're they're shredded to say the least I mean like they're just good at what they do that's why I respect them that's why anyone that ever shit on them I always like I never I never was one of those people that ever shit on it because I always yeah. I always liked the concept it was something I wish I could have been into and then when I did get into it it was rewarding I liked yeah. it I just got in right before it got bad again I, I'm sure it's great now. Right. I just gotta get that jumping in point. It, it, I, I mean, it was it bad when here, the fucking yeah. when the Miz is your champion. Okay, that's you know what? Actually, for a little while there, the Miz actually got really good. Is he still? Uh, yeah, but he's kind of degressed because like he he went from being terrible and then he improved like significantly and was really good for well, a while. Then and got, then now he's terrible. Now he does like, a lot he, of commentary. Now he like, it it seems like now since his role is reduced, he doesn't give a shit anymore. So I mean that kind of. Uh, at least that's the vibe you kind of get from watching him. <laughs> yeah, but like until like anybody out there that just says like, "Oh, I can't watch it because it's fake," and oh, it, may, it might be scripted. It might be one. The blood most of the time is real blood. It's it's real blood. The yeah. 
A 30-foot fall onto a padded mat is still a 30-foot fall onto yeah, a padded mat on your back. It still hurts. And, and those, those mats are, like, the actual ring is not very padded. No, not like at it's, all. It's, it's basically, yeah, like, but it's not padded. Right, because it it's basically plywood under there, and mm-hmm. it, it, it hurts. I mean, I, I do commentary for Black Diamond Wrestling and Wheeling. I talk to those guys. I mean, it's not easy. It's hard, especially in a, in a ring on an independent Oh yeah, level. like those rings are. are it's literally just a, like a springed ring yeah, with like a dance floor laid under it, like mm-hmm. a really thin, thin pad, yeah. and then top covering, and then you know half those punches you see connect. Yeah, all those slaps connect, and, and you know punches now have to connect even more because in high definition, if they don't, you can see yeah when they don't. That's so it's That's so they, they have to change a lot. Uh, another another guy that, that had a great promise, and then they just fucked up his storyline was uh, Carlito. He was. I agree. I, I loved his storyline for the longest time when he was doing. Like, I agree. Car- Carlito's biggest issue though was his backstage stuff because he was he was had he, kind of an attitude. Randy but, Orton, except they like yeah. Ra- except Randy Orton knew when to turn it off long enough. To yeah, be, but he's one of those dudes that still look like he took it too seriously. Like I can't believe this became wrestling cast. I but, love it. But it's see, been a but see time to me, I've talked about this. To me. Uh, I was always rooting for... They never gave him a shot, Kofi Kingston. I agree with you. And actually, Kofi Kingston beat Randy Orton on Raw like three weeks ago. And then they haven't done anything with him since. Because so he, he is... He is one, he's physically able to do things yeah. that shouldn't people. He can shouldn't actually do. talk really well too. Once they had him drop the Jamaican accent and mm-hmm. actually talk in his real voice, he's actually pretty good. And he uh-huh. he's he's so good. His energy is just never below eleven. And he he's, yeah, it's it's a shame that they haven't tried to bring Kofi up to that level. Um, and unfortunately, I don't think he's ever going to get there. Um, Have they had any uh, any new celebrity hosts, or are they done doing that? Or they kind of stopped. Although next week Betty White's going to be on there. <laughs> So I might have to watch it. Um, Since the Olympics is fucking up my blacklist schedule right now. Yeah, we have to come, we have a Raw Monday here. <laughs> I'm in. Raw Mondays. It still sounds really gay. It may sound gay, but I mean a bunch of dudes in a room watching dudes is sweaty dudes. Sweaty, sweaty tight. Oh, trust me, I'm into it. I'm dudes. really into it, but <laughs> <laughs> we know you are, and and real quick, uh, as we're wrapping up, kind of the wrestling talk, I just want to say that Chris Jericho has a web series. Yes, called "But I'm Chris Jericho." Yes, and it's awesome. If you Is it? I haven't yes, seen it. It's yet. awesome. You should definitely check it out. Speaking of, okay, let's let's transition this a little bit. Chris Jericho is in Fozzie, who's playing Coachella this year. Fozzie's at Coachella. Yeah. Dude, Fozzie's really good. Like they're their good. their last CD was amazing. You played it for me. I actually yeah, really liked it. I love that CD. It's there, and he's such a good vocalist. He's yeah. It, it. I mean, surprisingly enough, it's really good. Yeah. And a lot of people discount it as like, ah, he's, he's a wrestler. He doesn't. But he it, he's more than good. Yeah. Also, another band playing Coachella is Finch. Yeah. 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 I explained this to the other vocalist for We Must Say the Princess the other day. Is Finch has been back together for like and doing stuff for like a while. But so good. I really wish that they that they would do a warped run. Oh, Finch? Yeah. Sorry, I stroked out for a second. Um, <laughs> I, I I, do as well. I really wish. Um, the Warped lineup so far is pretty good. Oh, we're going to talk about that now? We can give the Warped. Yeah, I trans- that was such a good transition, and then you just messed it up. I'm going to pull this up now. Good job, Ian. I know. I'm, One, I'm Terror this. is there, and oh, yeah. I will break faces. I've never heard. On Terror. 
Terror is a really good hardcore band. Like they're a grunge they're, core. What? A grunge core. Uh, they're not there's nothing about grunge there's nothing it depends grungy about on, terror. It depends for me, like I It's the feeling I'm, I get. I might like it, I might not. Like I you, like your band. Here's the um, band here's but the, it's here's the band you'll truly enjoy. I fight dragons. They're the best band. See, I haven't heard them yet. They are chip tune. Nintendo Core and Bailey Pop Punk, like they're power, okay. they're like a power pop band. You will love them. Take like I'm trying to think of who I can compare them to, but you like Nintendo Core stuff in general. They all also uh, I pull up the list right now. Um, the last week's announcement was a lot like Birds, who I've seen. They're really good. Carolina, I've seen. They're really good. Falling in Reverse is going to be great. Terror and I Fight Dragons. Who is it? Savages is going to be great. Um, Wraith Carolina's new album. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Skylight Drive, who I've seen, they're really good. Uh, Air Dubai, who are I, I've never really got into them that much. Amberlin, who are missing our Pittsburgh date, which bones me out infinitely. But the band, the other band I was gonna tell you about, oh, it's not really a band, I suppose, is um, MC Chris is gonna be there. Oh wow. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm infinitely excited for volumes. Devil Wars Prada, obviously. Teenage Bottle Rocket, the main. State champs, obviously. So excited! For Saves the day. Mixtapes. Who I, I? That's that's who I'm most excited for. I the Mighty. Uh, for today can die in a fire. Um, Crown the Empire. Chunk down Captain Chunk. Uh, Bear Tooth isn't that good. Shots fired. Um, yeah, there's a. It's really great. Choose what we aim for. Who I've actually seen them when they were the the actual full band. Mm. But I, I'm so excited to just bro down to issues that. It's it's beyond excitement, bro. Down. I'm ready to just just fist pump, hardcore dance. Yeah, Warp Lineup is looking really good this year. I'm sh- I'm I'm stoked for our date. But then I just found out like July starts out like the, the tours coming through in July. The three main ones I could think of right now are Warp Tour. But then at the very beginning of July, you got the Monumentor, which is Fall Boy and Paramore, mm-hmm. which is would be amazing. And then you have. July tenth, brand new is going to be in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. which I don't know if they've even—I don't think they've announced um, support yet. But still, though, it's it's brand new. I don't care who's with them. At Stage AE, which is going to be a fairly fairly big show. Mm. Yeah, so we've knocked out. Let's see, we talked about wrestling for hours. Uh, we knocked out Warp lineup. What's on next on the agenda? Oh, I had a couple. Do you want to go into movies, music chat? Yeah, we, we could go into like movies. Actually, television. let's knock um, out television right now because uh, television wrapped up for the next fucking month because the Olympics. Uh, which I could give a shit yeah. about. Unless it's curling. I Yeah. Why are they shouting at that thing again? What? I don't know why. I don't know what. I mean, curling makes no sense to me. It here's my thing. Curling, one, when you turn it on, you can't turn it off. So I think that they should make it like an action sport and have the other team sweepers like as they're sweeping down, the other team is allowed to tackle you. But you can't touch the stone. You can beat each other with like brooms. Um let's see what so so now that now that like the well we already have the mid season stuff with Christmas and whatnot and uh anything you're watching right now that that you need to uh, one more one, one more Olympics thing. Uh, does anyone else get it? Like, I'll watch the shit out of skiing high jump. That thing scares that, the shit that out of me. That was what I'm talking about. Is you just do the 
Yeah, every it, time. it makes my heart hurt really bad. Those people, there's no reason. Like this is, I'm mean, just gonna come out wrong. There's no reason they should be alive. That's the scariest thing that I think you can do as a human. Like punch a sh- punching a shark in the face would be less scary than jumping that thousands of feet through the air on two planks. Of- uh, I'll watch snowboarding because my inner man child never died. Um, I'll I'll watch ice dancing and some figure skating because I like dudes. Uh, <laughs> ice dancing. <laughs> what it's called it's figure skating ice dancing I love me you ever watch speed skating yeah that freaks me out too they whip around there so fast like Apollo Anton Ono is like Mach 6 yeah Uh, I hope no one dies from luging again this year that would suck you want to go luging no no look at us there's no way (laughs) we get a lot of momentum we wouldn't be able to stop just roll to the side and just scrape face off pavement um. Anyway, so now that we've wrapped up Olympic chat, uh, postseason stuff. Some stuff wrapped up this week. American Horror Story well wrapped up last week. Um, it caught some flack. I enjoyed this season greatly. I think it was campy and weird and fun. Stevie Nick showed up, and it was a good time had by all. Uh, they didn't introduce too many villains. I thought they at least wrapped it up a little bit nice, uh, nicely. It had a genuinely sweet ending compared to how you know messed up season one is still the best. But I really enjoyed the way they wrapped up this season. I won't go into spoilers, but if you saw it, you know what I'm talking about. I just know Sarah Paulson is a, is, is amazing. Sarah Paulson or or uh, better Lana Del Rey, um, she is delightful. She she really owned this season. Uh, Tessa Vermaglia, whatever the fuck that chick's name is, the one that was Violet in season one, who I think her name was Mabel this season. I'm not sure. She was great. Uh, Evan Peters, once again, once again, knocking out of the park, which then through there I found out Evan Peters is engaged to Emma Roberts. Really? That's weird, right? Hurts my heart. Evan Peters, who is playing Quicksilver in the fucking X-Men movie. I lied. Damn it. I lied. Evan Peters is playing Quicksilver in... But how am I going to marry Emma Roberts now? Exactly. There's still Emma Stone and Emma Watson. And Emmy Russell. Yeah, I can't pick her out of a lineup. I don't know even know what she looks like. She, 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 I'm not really big on Emmy Rossum. What? I, I'm sorry, Joey. I, I'll get big on Emmy Rossum. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually didn't get to see the end of American Horror Story. I also haven't got to watch any of the newest Sherlock. So I haven't, I haven't watched. I actually haven't watched any of the show. You haven't watched what? any of it. I know. And there's only like three episodes a season. Yeah, they're an hour and a half yeah. a piece. <laughs> they're a movie each, <laughs> basically. But they're all fantastic. And all of it. And I hear that this new season is just yeah. amazing. Apparently, Luther's supposed to come back soon. Have you watched Luther? Yeah. Oh, I love Luther. Love it. Idris Elba. Idris Elba is the fucking shit. Idris Elba should be cast as everything. <laughs> as everything. Idris Elba can be the shark from Jaws. Yeah, he's a future past. He's Quicksilver. Holy shit, Evan Peters is going to be in, in X-Men. I'm stoked on it. Wait, wait, who the who do they pick as Emma Frost? Not Emma Frost. Fucking um, Scarlet Witch. Um, Look up real quick. There's a movie I, that I has Bruno Mars in it coming out. Is it the quest for more cocaine? <laughs> it is unorthodox jukeboxes. Unorthodox juice box. I was just thinking the same thing. Juke buy? Can we go with juke buy? That's the plural of juke box. 
Okay, okay, I gotta look this up because I'm getting really mad because I'm not seeing it. Oh, it's Orthodox juice box. Wow. <laughs> Just a, a kid with a fro. <laughs> Rio 2. Unorthodox juice box is just Rio 2. He's in Rio 2. Yeah, as a voice. Playing a macaw that loves cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I see on IMDb. Coked up macaw. On the IMD bizzle. Um But yeah, what what have I been watching? Um I'm trying to think what the what I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of stuff. None of which is... Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm still watching, like, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Which, which got better. I yeah, really I, enjoyed I so the post-Super Bowl episode. was really funny. It also won... Also, New Girl, by the way. New Girl is great. See, I need to catch up with New Girl. Uh, I haven't watched the new season stuff. Season 3 has... Season 2, there's a lot of stuff I like. There's a lot of missteps. Uh, the end of Season 2 was really great. I, I like the loop they threw you through. Did you see the oh, end of Season 2? No, I'm okay, like partway through Season 2. That's why I haven't started watching uh, Season Soldier through it because Season 3 has been consistently fantastic. The this You saw that who the guest star was after, right? After the Super Bowl episode? It was Prince. It was freaking Prince. Uh, okay. Prince guest starred on New Girl. Bowl, so. And performed. Because he's Prince and he can do whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> yeah, the way they... they, they brought it he brought him in was fantastic I uh, I was going to the fact that I just remembered that Emma Roberts was the young was the girl they hired to be the daughter and we were the Millers yeah yes. so goddamn good yeah I did see that the, actually, my, my underrated hit of last year like yeah, my, or not underrated but surprised it was yeah. like 2011 it was like horrible bosses it caught me off guard both involving Jason Sudeikis both uh, movies of a man that I infinitely enjoy um, and Jason Sudeikis Jennifer gets to Aniston. Jason Sudeikis gets to both involving Jennifer I'm not, Aniston. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and I'm not really a Jennifer Aniston fan. No, so. she won me over in both she movies. Hot in both movies, she plays against what she normally plays. She's not yeah. playing Jennifer Aniston. She, uh, yeah, the one that, basically she's not playing Rachel. Speaking of Rachel, there's a Friends reunion coming. Oh, is there though? There is though. I mean, I know it's been ten years. I'm gonna look this up because they've been saying that for a while. Where did you see this information at? It's uh, it's he saw like it on the public internet. information. It was I'm googling this. Who was just, somebody was just talking about it? I think it was Jennifer Aniston. Was January sixteenth. This is from this is from the middle of January, uh, where you left angry by the fake friends reunion rumors. You might want to read this as an apology, a big one. Oh, this is still still saying it's fake. I can't remember. I will link you to when I get on. My yeah, computer. if you find out, I will be. Uh, very, very infinitely excited about it, and the reason why is because when Sarah and I moved into the new place, we didn't have cable and just binge watched every season of Friends like, mm-hmm. over and over again, to the point where like the, the theme song got restuck in my head constantly. <laughs> Speaking, you still talking about Brooklyn Nine Nine? It won two Golden Globes. Really? Yeah, for best comedy, I want to know who. Sorry, that was yeah the Golden Globes. I want to know who Andy Samberg sucked off. To, to win two Golden Globes. To win two yeah. Golden Globes. It's a good show, but it was up against yeah. really good shit, really good comments, yeah. and it should... Oh, i got to pull the Golden Globes list because that actually upset me. The Big Bang Theory won nothing. It's won enough. I, I, as it's much as so I, good as still. Much, hold on. As much as I like the show, it should... Um, uh, what's his nuts? Um, not Johnny Galecki, but... Uh, and, I, and I love... Uh, God, Sheldon. The fuck is yeah. his name? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Why am I not thinking? Why of can I not? Uh, Jim Parsons. Yes. Jim Parsons. As much as I love Jim Parsons, he a two years ago should have not beat Steve Carell for The Office, 
And two, especially because it was Carl's last season. Two, uh, he shouldn't have beat, I think it was like Louis last year. You don't beat Louis C.K. in comedy. I'm sorry, you don't beat Louis C.K. in comedy. I mean, you do, because his show is not that great. What? His show is fantastic. And his show is great. His, the older Louis... HBO Louie. Lucky Louie. Lucky Louie. Was great. Lucky Louie was great, but I It really, was, but Louie is I think fantastic. I think it's just yeah. as good. Yeah, I think it's better, personally. I think but. they let it they let it air, especially the episode last season with Joan fucking Rivers. Like That was good stuff. <laughs> I love Joan Rivers so much. Uh, okay, hold on. I gotta find this. I gotta go to TV and then get upset because it's just, there was a... A really, How I Met Your Mother this year has been really good. I missed the 200th episode, but the, the rhyming oh episode—the rhyming episode from a week ago was, or from a while back—was really, really good. The, the 200th okay. episode with the oh. mother is amazing. Best TV series, musical or comedy: Big Bang Theory, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Which one? Girls, Modern Family, and Parks and Recreation. I'm sorry, Brooklyn Nine-Nine does not beat Parks, Parks and Recreation. Parks, Parks and Recreation Parks and never gets its like, due. Like, girls shouldn't have been in this category. I love that show so much. It deserves awards because I think Lena Dunham is actually brilliant. Um, I know you're not the biggest fan of her, but this season has been really good. Um, uh, I think Modern Family should. Modern Family is fantastic. Modern Modern Family Family is is always consistently good, but Parks and Recreation doesn't seem to get its just due. It's it never has. Which The Office really didn't get its just due. Yeah, you're right. And Parks and Rec is really good. And and this this season of Parks and Rec they did because Best Actress in a TV Series, Musical, or Comedy was Zoe Deschanel. New Girl, Lena Dunham, Girls, Edie Falco, Nurse Jackie, which I do not know why it constantly qualifies as a comedy. It's a drama. It, granted, I've only watched past season two, or I haven't watched past season two. It was good what I saw of it. Um, yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus in Veep, which is amazing. Veep is fantastic. Veep is great. good. I haven't seen it, but it's um, a really good thing. In fact, just postscript to Veep, it's written by Armando Anucci, who did In the Loop, which has uh, Peter Capaldi in it, by the way. Uh, so you know some Doctor Who connections, and Amy Poehler won for Best Rack for Best Actress. Oh, okay. Was that was that was that the one where but he was? Jay Andy Samberg, Andy Samberg beat Jason Bateman for Arrested Development, Don Cheadle for House of Lies, which I haven't seen but I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I've heard good things. Michael J. Fox and Jim Parsons. Michael J. Fox show isn't that great. It's not. It's shaky at best. Yeah. <sighs> oh man. I, don't know. I I did I did I did watch it for a little bit and then I ended up just not. Not sticking with it because Michael J. Fox show just got I don't know it just wasn't interesting enough. Yeah, I mean it, he was just but I I just adore Michael J. Fox. Like he, and I'm, I'm I'm really happy that he's able to overcome everything and yeah, and I, I'm, I'm happy me. he has a television show. Yeah, I just don't really particularly like it doesn't resonate. Yeah. Well, with me he had the Michael J. Fox the, that show and then. He uh he took a, a a long break, and then he Spin City was awesome. Yes, and then uh, that was Ian from the restroom. Um, <laughs> and I I think the Michael J. Fox show is good, but I mean it it's good. It's obviously just not... shouldn't have one. No. I'll tell you what, I, what is that movie that Jared Leto was just in? Man takes five years from making movies, comes back and just wins everything. I'm it was uh, sure. he played a woman, didn't he? Let me take a look here. Yeah, uh, and then Michael Douglas playing uh, Liberace is fantastic. Yeah, I'm not sure here. 
was it Dallas Buyers Club? I mean, that's the most recent thing on IMG. Jared Leto? Jared Leto, yeah. Yeah. I think he's, he plays a woman, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know. I think so. I don't know. I could be wrong. In 1985, Dallas electrician and hustler works around the system to help AIDS. Something. He plays Rayon. Jared Leto does. Don't yeah, know. he does. Plays yeah. a woman? Yep. Thought so. I was right. Listeners. But yeah, Michael, I, I haven't seen it, but I heard that Michael Douglas as Liberace is just fantastic Honey Candelabra yeah I uh, I watched the opening of it and I, it was really good Matt Damon crushes not not vagina no, but you know and that you know that that has been in the works since like 1997 yeah was that Steven Steven Soderbergh right yeah he yeah what's he like apparently he just called up Michael Douglas one day and was like hey like back in 2002 and was like how do you feel about playing like Liberace and just they they had been talking about it and talking about it and it never happened and now it happened and it is apparently phenomenal huh. it's a long ass time <laughs> to have it in, like in development I mean obviously it's probably been on and off for years but yeah yeah wow <laughs> it's a super long time for that uh, what else what else do we got Oh, I'm going to pull up my list. Uh, let's see. We talked about TV shows. We, well, we kind of hit on TV shows. Um, uh, I don't, I just forgot for a brief second what Dino Half Chub meant. The trailer for the... Uh, we're going to say we had movies. The trailer for Transformers Age of Extinction? I think yeah, that's what it's called. Here's the thing. I... I don't really like the Transformers movies that much. I mean, sometimes... I like them. If I I'm mean, the for, the they're Michael thing, Bay movies. The only, thing mean, I enjoyed, <laughs> the only thing I enjoyed about the last one was that Patrick Dempsey was a villain, and I like me some P-Demps. Um, they're, they're good popcorn actors. They are. Flips. They are. Uh, I no, can say that. I, uh, the second one is irredeemable, though. However, yeah, the, the third one, I saw in theaters, and I enjoyed it a lot, actually. Partially because McDreamy was McMurdery. Um... I'm a Grey's Anatomy fan, just saying. Uh, uh, however, the trailer for the new one, I there's very uh, few lifeless actors to act lifeless robots quite like Mark Wahlberg, so I'm into it. Mark Wahlberg does a good job in comedy roles, oddly enough, I think. Um, and I heard Lone like Survivor. Like the other guys, he yeah. was great. I heard Lone Survivor was really good, but there's a, a part in the trailer that upset me so bad that I couldn't bring myself to watch it. And there's the dude, the dude says he's shot, and then he goes, we're all shot, bro. Can you fight? And I'm just like, mm, it upsets me. And it's based on true story, like I'm sure. And I heard it was great. I, it's people, fantastic. People are comparing it. They're saying it's the new Saving Private Ryan, which, no, I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. It's I'm not. Sorry. It's not really good. I'm sorry. You can't beat the first 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like the whole thing is great, and half those speeches in there, like the the those story Matt Damon tells about the the his brother hooking up with the ugly girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's like mostly improv stuff. Damon crushes that movie. Yeah. That's... That cast though, fucking. That was Vin Diesel before Vin Diesel was Vin Diesel. Like. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It was pre-Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel. You know, I find, as much as I dislike his acting, he seems to be an enjoyable He's movie. a fantastic yeah. actor. Not, you just lost credibility. He is, Vin Diesel's great. Yeah, he's the Iron Giant. Like, I mean, he, he seems like a legitimately cool guy. Of, speaking like, of weird people who have voiced animation, how did I not realize that Christian Bale was the voice of, the, of John Smith and uh, Pocahontas until recently? 
I had no idea. Yeah, Christian Bale, dude. I'm I, I, I'm on the plaza. I'm not making that up. Uh, the the last movie thing I want to talk about is um, Batman vs Superman. They announced for, okay a couple weeks ago. They announced uh, was it Gal Gal Gadot? Is that her name? The girl who's playing Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot. Uh, I gotta look this up real quick. Here. Ga- yeah, Gal Gadot. Yeah, Gal Gadot. Yeah. Um, they promptly uh, announced yesterday, two days ago, that Jesse Eisenberg will be. I would say Magneto, but I'm totally wrong. And <laughs> Lex Luthor. I've let our people down. Yes. Yeah, our, our Lex Luthor. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't know either. Like, I mean, it's kind of one of those things where I kind of have to wait and see. Like, I think he'll be good. <laughs> he has the basically, potential to be good. Basically, Mark Zuckerberg is our Lex Luthor, like, in reality. Like, yeah. I, I think he's going to crush it. I wonder what they're going to do about, like, you know, baldness. I don't want to see him in a bald cap, and I don't think he'll look okay bald. I can't yeah. imagine Jesse Eisenberg bald. He'll look, but, I think he'll look weird And as bald, much as but... I love him, anything's better than Spacey. Yeah. Spacey was one of the worst parts of that fucking piece of shit movie. Yeah, well, that's why I didn't see that piece of shit movie. I never saw Superman. I, I, Man I sat so. through it because I hate myself, apparently. So Kate Bosworth was fucking... Was Lois Lane? Is that who it was? Who was? I'm not sure. Superman Returns, looking it up. I'm trying to remember, but... Um, I mean, the, the cast seems fantastic so far. Ben Affleck is Batman. Um... Hopefully Jeremy Irons does a good Alfred. It's gonna be yeah, a tough, I, I have tough a, act to follow Michael Caine. So yeah, I have a couple issues with um, Jeremy Irons, uh, basically because he's a homophobic psychopath. But oh. I don't do it. But he was also in Die Hard three. So I as as Hans Gruber's brother seeking vengeance. <laughs> I, I just uh, yeah, and the last thing I wanted to hit on was. Pull on the list one more time. Uh, oh, real quick, we have to go through. Uh, I'm gonna mention uh, real quick on the music front. Get, get, I never thought I'd recommend this, but get the new Broken Bells record. I'm a big James Mercer fan. I'm a big Shins fan, but I didn't really dig the last uh, the last uh, Broken Bells record. This is actually really good. It's called After the Disco, I believe is the name of the record. Let me look this up real fast. I'm, I just so I don't get false information. It's After the Disco. Um, no. Um, Joey's running the Keurig. Uh, it's going to sound like someone's queefing for a second. Um, no, that's just that's just me queefing. Oh, you should. You. Yeah, after the disco. Uh, it's worth the listen. It's quite good. It's more cohesive than the last record is. Um, and now, I think this is going to be our wind-down point. Do we want to discuss Philip Seymour Hoffman's death? And then we'll, we'll go. We'll end on a solemn note because I think all of us really, really love Philip Seymour Hoffman. He was... I don't know. He's never... He never made a bad movie. He's arguably the... He's arguably one of the best True. actors of our generation. Yeah, he's, he's a... He's a great actor. Argue about it. He and, is one of yeah. the best actors of and any generation. Now he gets to be pretty much a legend. Like, he died without... You know, he didn't have... He didn't get to make a shit film. Like he was just good. Uh, he, he made he made great art. He wasn't an asshole. He he liked heroin apparently. Uh, I I didn't I didn't know how bad his drug addiction was um, before hearing about this because I I just I happened to see the the news and I was like what and I was like how like how did this like I mean I, I guess maybe I wasn't. 
Um, I, I really wasn't aware of his rehab issues and everything either. No, um, I. Th- but I think that's a testament to a lot of people. The main thing they're talked about is their drug use, and you, you didn't have to talk about his. You know, he was too good to focus on someone. And you know, I, I think. It's sad because I think if you did draw more attention to it, uh, post post note, Joe, you might have to dump out that that old copy that's in there because I don't want to overflow. Um, if they did draw attention to it, maybe maybe it would have you know maybe more public knowledge. He might have got himself more help, but he was gonna. I mean, it, it's sad, you know. And I, I did know that he had very three very young children too, and you know, it's just that's. It sucks. It's, it's just of all the celebrities that think of passing away, you know. Yeah. Peter o, Peter O'Toole died a few months ago, or back in December, end of December, January, and you expect that, you know, he was in his late eighties, early nineties. Mm-hmm. Brilliant, fantastic actor, but you don't you don't think of someone in their in their mid forties, you know, yeah. going like that, especially so suddenly. Uh, yeah. Who else famous died? Uh, uh, just within the last two weeks, someone else famous passed away. Um. Oh well, sorry, Pete Seeger. He was he was up there in age two, full hearted Pete Seeger. Uh, Jesus, like of all the actors, I thought that were gonna go. Philip Seymour Hoffman was not on my list. Definitely not. He wasn't in my celebrity death pool. Like, wow, that's a real thing. It's like fantasy football. People people do really. Yeah, there's fantasy leagues of celebrity death pools. I didn't know that until my my coworker told me it exists. Um, I just of all people, you know, and and. If if he can go, that means no one's safe. Yeah, and it's it's which it prompted me. He's in two of my sorry to interrupt you, but two of my favorite uh, not just music movies but movies in general. And Pirate Radio gets flack. I I love that movie. Never it's, actually seen it, so I can't I, I'll let you borrow it. It's really good. Yeah, yeah. Pop it, actually. Um, right here. Oh God, Joey! If I go get, it, can we watch this tonight? <coughs> Hey, I know you want to watch that walkthrough, but Pirate Radio is real good, dude. But, but he, he's all, huh? It's a walkthrough. Yeah. He's also uh, in... Walk Arena of Time. He's <laughs> also in fucking Almost Famous, which... Almost Famous is great. I don't know which I like as far as Cameron Crowe goes more. Uh, Saying Anything, which I think is amazing, or or Almost Famous. Both of them are great. I, uh, Billy. I'd say almost famous. Billy Crude. I think yeah, maybe because it's actually that's the first thing I ever liked. Um, Jimmy Fallon in. He was really good in that movie. And Brandon Lee, uh, not yeah. Jason Lee. Jason Lee. Yep. His brother is Brandon, right? No, God, I'm thinking of Jeremy London. I'm thinking of yeah, Jeremy yeah, yeah. Mars. I was like, I'm thinking of yeah. Mars. Uh, Brandon Lee was the crowd. Uh, Jason yeah. Lee is fucking awesome in that movie. Billy Crudup is amazing in that movie, and you didn't have to see his penis like a Watchmen. Not that I'm complaining. <laughs> um, uh, one of my favorite movie memories of all time is seeing Watchmen, and the minute Doctor Manhattan came on screen, uh, some guy I saw it opening night, March six, two thousand nine, because it was three six nine. Um, uh, we were seeing an IMAX screening of it, and some dude down front goes, "Look at that dick." And it's one of my favorite movie <laughs> memories of all time. That and leaving, someone had written on a bathroom stall, Who Walks the Walkman? Which I also think is one of my favorite. But that was a, just a good time for me. Watchmen, it gets flack, but it's one of my favorites. Um, it's, a, uh, it's a really good adaptation of that. It's, I think it's good. But yeah, back to Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, I, I forgot he was in Big Lebowski. Um... And, and you know he he had the the follow up he had the two parts for Mock, Mockingjay for Hunger Games coming up too. Um, 
I mean, just, I mean, countless, countless fucking movie roles. Doubt? Doubt was fantastic. I saw Doubt by accident. Really? Like, I didn't mean to see <coughs> Doubt. I, I was doubtful if I'd enjoy it. <sighs> sorry, I'm so sorry. And it's a really fucking good movie. He He's phenomenal. I mean, it's his one fun. Wow. You did it. I, I just, I just, you know, it, it's it's just weird. It, it just sucks me, you know. We're now two, one of the greats is. We're now two. Well, days. and even even just seeing him recently in Hunger Games: Catching Fire. Oh yeah. And we're now two two officially two days into a a Seymour or a fellow Seymour Hoffmanless world, and it's just weird. It's a weirder world without him. Some days I find myself just thinking, like, what was Philip Seymour Hoffman up to? I didn't know it was heroin, but yeah. Although I just think about him and. And I, and I I wanted uh, I wanted croc- crocodile tears to be a real thing. I just you know very few celebrity deaths in the last couple of years have actually really messed with. I me. mean, a lot of them don't really surprise you. I no, mean, yeah, you know, someone that's someone that's you know exceptionally older or right. I mean, obviously, like Paul Walker's death was a surprise. It no was a surprise. That. You you know what? I don't think anyone really saw that one. No, coming. He he barely saw the tree coming. So. Yeah, just came. I fast. won't make jokes about Philip Seymour Hoffman's death. I'll make right. jokes about about Paul Walker's death. <laughs> I made it. But what's crazy is, do you remember that I I, tra- uh, I was called you Travis, Trevor, and uh, a couple a tip former host Timmy and our friend Josh all went out and for uh, sushi and we talked about Paul Walker about an hour before he passed away. You know, about before we found out mm-hmm. that he passed away. Uh, my coworker and I talked at length on Friday night about how much we love Philip Seymour Hoffman. I kill celebrities. That's that's what I'm coming to. All right, Ian, you can no longer talk about any celebrities well, we like. That we want to get rid of. Hey, um, hey you, you can talk about Bieber being deported all you want. I have no say. I have no stake in that. I don't care about him oh. enough, one way or another. Yeah, he's, he's a 19 year old with infinite amount of money doing dumb things that infinite or the yep. 19 year olds with infinite amount of money do. It upset me when he pissed in the janitor's mop bucket. It upset me. I mean, the egging thing is whatever. That guy had a rough hard on for him anyway, like a sandpapery, sandpapery hard on for him anyway. My, I don't care about his music because it's not geared towards me. I like One Direction, but that's just me. They they just seem like more decent human beings. Although one of them is being a total twat bag about. <laughs> Having and never mind, I don't want to get into it. He was. He said he supported what the Duke and Duck Dynasty said, and he meant the gay comments, which is dumb enough. I don't think he meant the thing about black people not being sad before or during slavery thing. Um, I just. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you see the Black History Month uh, video, oh, yeah. music video on SNL? It's one of week? my favorite things SNL has done. <laughs> two, two through twenty-eight slavery. <laughs> 22, jazz, just kidding, slavery. <laughs> I like Bobby Moynihan. Allow me to play devil's advocate. Just, just sit down, sit, sit down, sit down. Um, Moynihan's so good. Kate McCann was amazing in that sketch. Uh, as the teacher, she's dancing in the corner. Uh, yeah. In my general wrap-up, the world is a more fucked-up place without Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh, I don't know how to react to it. Like, I didn't know yeah, that, except for just being infinitely, infinitely sad. Like, I didn't think I was going to respond that way. I didn't know him. I didn't know him personally. And But it, there's it, something... It, it, it's very resemblance of, you know, nobody knew what was happening, you know, with that. Whereas 
Nobody knew what Ledger was doing. No, that's the most recent one I can think of that truly, truly caught me off guard was was uh, uh, in a different in a different realm. Amy Winehouse was a surprise, but it wasn't a massive surprise. You knew right. she had problems. You knew she loved drugs. You knew she had been to rehab a few times. Right. Uh, don't. Okay. Don't. Um, uh, <laughs> I was thinking that. <laughs> no, no, no. I won't do it. I, <laughs> but it seems sudden. I thought she had gotten help, you know? Right. But she's probably, maybe she's the last one, but Heath Ledger in 2008 was a, a massive it surprise. Was, it hit everyone in the face like a brick, just what happened. His wasn't, his wasn't, you know, your normal drugs. It was prescription drugs, and his, he just, he was prescribed so many different prescription drugs that, you know, it, it royally fucked him off, basically. It was a fucked and, up cocktail. Of- and, you know, Michael Jackson surprised me a little bit because you didn't expect it to be a heart attack. Right. Uh, rectal trauma was more of the idea that I had in my mind. That's how he right. was going to go. Well, I'm, and, and regardless of his personal life, you can't deny... I'm not breaking any barriers when I say that Michael Jackson was fucking amazing. Like, obviously. Yeah, you're not breaking any barriers. I just think he was slated for a comeback. Like, you know, if you watched Is This It... Or this is it, it, yeah. That was a... I mean, picking up Orianthe as a guitar player to replace Jennifer Batten, who might be one of the best, good, not just female guitarists, guitarists of all time. It, it was just so weird. And I'm pretty sure they came out with a statement saying that it, it's the case is going to be opened up again because they're, they actually think that the doctor might have meant to give him much to an overdose. Oh, Conrad Murray. I, I, it's just... I, I'm trying to think of celebrity death. You know what? You know who else was kind of a shocking one? Xana Nicole Smith. I wouldn't qualify her as a celebrity per se, but right, that was pretty fucked up. That was 2007. I'm thinking within the realm of the last like the last like ten years. <coughs> right. But no, dude. I, I think I think Phil Seymour Hoffman is the one that truly affected me the most. Um, Michael Clark Duncan. Oh fuck, yeah. James Gandolfini. Yeah, James, James Gandolfini. Shit. Last year was a bad year for celebrities. Oh. And Grammys. We can talk about the Grammys. How are you going to do the in, in memoriam list and not put Jeff Hanneman, the guitarist from Slayer, yeah, on there? Yeah, I was a little upset by that. Of all the people you on, on that list, you don't put fucking the guitarists from... one of They were a Grammy award-winning metal band. Fucking Slayer won a lot of Grammys. The Grammys, who do very few things right, giving Slayer, you know, not, I'm, the, I'm not even the biggest Slayer fan, but you gotta, you gotta pay respects. And now, and now it's to the point where, which Hannah was better than Carrie King. I'm glad. Oh yeah, I'm glad. I like Carrie King. I'm glad you brought that up because to me, I wish the Grammys would actually give the respect that. It deserves to harder music and metal, and they, they and don't at all. They, yeah. don't, they don't air they the, don't air the, the hard rock wars. They don't yeah. air, and it, and it makes me. Let's mad. look. The Grammys never really recovered after the very first metal. You, you know the story of the very first metal award they ever gave to metal album of the year, right? Who they gave it to? It was in line. It was up with Metallica, who at the time Metallica was still in there, the height of like early, early Metallica. Right. Not so much like Kill 'Em All kind of stuff, but I think it was when they put out Black Album. Black Album. Yeah. Did it win? No, no. Jethro Tall won. That's the very first. The Grammys have never understood metal because a bunch of old white dudes who don't fucking get metal. 
Jethro Tull. Jethro Tull beat out Metallica. I, I, I my, my laptop just died. I would actually go through the whole list. I gotta look up who the other people were in that category. Jethro Tull beat them. Well, I mean, in this year, um, Ozzy put out, well, Sabbath put out the album 13. It's actually pretty good. That went that went number one in nine countries and got beat out by a re-released, remastered uh, Led Zeppelin live album. Oh, really? really? Yeah. I, you know what? I think I, I missed out I don't on think who... re-releases should count towards a Grammy. I, I, like... I, I, two years in a row, re- re- oh, remastered. And that, and that fucking Sabbath record was great. Yeah. I, I got it from my dad for Father's Day. Went number one in nine, uh, an you original know, work that went number one in nine countries. Who should have been up for that award and didn't get it was Rob Zombie, whose newest record was great It's as fantastic. Well. But it I got my dad, both for Father's Day, I got my dad, my dad's a metal head, and I got him Zombie, and I got him... Uh, uh, the new the new Sabbath which fucking great Ozzy had that had a, a really great solo record a few years ago with that Black Rain too was I think that was the name of the record was fucking it was great it was great uh, Ozzy for all intents and purposes still does really good stuff like anyone else have a crush on his wife yeah, yeah, it's bad. I can't, I can't explain it. I don't. She has this weird, like, dominatrix thing about her that I well, really she's enjoy. Great, she, well, I she, like women that are mean she, to me. She's generally a great person. She just comes out of as a person you want to hang out with. Know this. I like women that are mean to me, and I like British women. Keep that in mind, ladies. Um, I a British, all British women sound like they can be authoritarian, and uh, they also sound True. like they can be dominatrixes, and I'm totally into it. I like abuse. I like being abused. Um. <laughs> Ladies, uh, ladies, do you <laughs> not necessarily ladies? Yeah, I'm a bottom too, so it's not like it's not like dudes are any better. So yeah, as I was saying, is it British guys too? I kind of got the thing for British dudes, but British girls do it more for me than British dudes do. Is it like Scottish or Irish? Yeah, you nail nail on the head. Irish dudes wreck me, and I'm like them wreck me <laughs> like like a Gerard Butler. I think it was Scottish. Is he Irish? He's Irish. Uh, he's Scottish. I Liam Neeson in with the accent. I don't know if you can handle Liam Neeson's cock, though. If I have to die, that's how I want to go. <laughs> Although I can't take his new movie seriously. The nut job? No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the, uh... Al, what non-stop? non-stop. Yeah. I thought it was called Altitude because it's that plane movie. Here's my issue with it. I wish they would have called it High Stakes on a Plane. Would have been a great title. See, for I that think movie. it's going to be yes, but the scene where the plane's going down and the gun just levitates up. I was like, you still have Call of Duty. <laughs> the bonus level in Call of Duty One, right? No, or, 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 I mean, Modern Warfare. Modern Warfare One. Four, yeah, yeah, four, four yeah. part one. Um, <laughs> the fuck is the name of that level? It's uh, a great level shit. though. It's I can't so, think of it's so short, and it's, about, it's so. physically impossible on veteran. It is so fucking impossible, yeah, veteran. It is. I'm not it's good ridiculous. at games being when they're hard. I'm not. I'm not good at hard games. <laughs> um, well, that's not what I meant. Uh, <laughs> no. I think I wrapped up everything I talked about. My list died. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, or rest in peace. We didn't see it coming, and it's really sad that you're gone. Um, Meryl Streep deserved to win. Golden Globes. Uh, speaking of Osage County, we got it for the time being. I don't yeah. know how long it's going to be at our theater. I really want to see it because it's really my, good. My inner gay can't take Julia Roberts <laughs> and Meryl Streep being in the same fucking movie and Benedict Cumberbatch. You got to say his name like that. You can't. <laughs> yeah, I'm all tapped out. Broken Bells. Get that record. 
Gus, wrap uh, up. Uh, my wrap up would be, uh, you know, stay tuned for the the future coming of the Valley Sound with myself and Ian. Sound Pound. Uh, Sound Pound. Sound Pound Club. And uh, yeah, we're gonna be. That's gonna be coming. That's gonna be coming here very soon, and we will. Yeah, it'll be. It's gonna be a good time. And uh, push, push other stuff. Push a show that's upcoming. Oh, push your album. oh yeah, we uh, we uh, you currently have an EP my, coming out. My band, we must save the princess. That well, my band and, band and Ian's band. Yeah, more Ian's. But I don't. I just sing. He actually music. So I mean, it's more him. But I'm, you know, I'm me. So, um, anyway, we have. Uh, we're in the studio right now, recording two tracks off of our upcoming EP that's going to be released sometime before summer happens, and uh, we have a show this Friday at the Triple Play Cafe in Steubenville, Ohio, with Chaos Killed and Fusion. Big deal, Chaos Killed barely ever plays. Yeah, it's a big deal. Chaos Killed barely ever plays, and they are absolutely fantastic. And uh, shout out to those guys. And, uh, yeah, come out. I think it's only $5. If you're above 18, then uh, you can get in the door. If you're not, then you should wait a couple years and then try to get in the door. Probably won't be the same show, but, hey. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's my wrap-up. Uh, you know, stay in school. Stay in school. Get, mo- get money. Stay in school, get money. YMCIB, Drizzy, what's up? Well, uh, and, and you can also, uh, now that Ian's in the other room, you can follow him at Parisi on Twitter. Word. Um, he has many comical stylings. That, I just started updating again. That, that's, that's good. It's about time. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at Trevor and Ian. Um, you can follow the Spider Duck Network on Twitter at Spider Duck Net. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Joey Alvis. You can follow Joey on Twitter at Joey Alvis. A-L-B-U-S, like Dumbledore. There you go. <laughs> um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Trevor Oz. Um, definitely check out the website. Uh, we are doing a ton of video game content. Uh, we're just bringing more and more content. We, we're working on more podcasts. Uh, we want to bring in more people to do more things. Uh, we have ideas for a bunch of stuff uh, that, that in the next coming weeks, we're going to do a lot of stuff. So uh, we're... Uh, really excited about it we're going to do more game live streams um we're going to do more game videos um we actually me and eric did a really great interview uh with one of the creators of jazz punk uh it's a game coming out uh this friday um on steam and jazz punk is i can't talk about it actually because we're embargoed but um, it's uh, <laughs> the uh, the video. Uh, we'll have a bunch of stuff up for it. We'll have an interview. We'll have a review. We'll, we're probably going to work on a video uh, to have up for that game, and it's going to be awesome. So we have a lot of stuff incoming. Um, the interview we had with uh, uh, Louis uh, Luis uh, Hernandez was awesome, and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it um, on the Indie Luchador section of the site. Um, so definitely check that out. Uh, we have a lot of stuff coming. Um, and thank you for supporting us and definitely help support us share everything we do with your friends tell them about us have them listen to us Um, definitely go to our iTunes page and rate and review us because that helps us out more than more than you'll ever know it it helps more people get to listen to us because they'll discover us Um, so we would absolutely appreciate that Um, and 
again, thank you guys for listening, and uh, good night. <laughs>